Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport. Weeknights from 7. Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. Sometimes you have to wonder, don't you? Why me? Why do I get lumbered with him every week? <sighs> Let's get on with it. Seven for town, but that, I'm afraid, is where the good news seems to end. It's time indeed for all the news and the gossip from the sports village. Stephen Park, Lowfields, Kellen Road and the Magnus on the show where the stars. And tonight us tell you what went right and wrong in another weekend for local sport. I'm Mick Bradley. He's the other half and this is Radio Newark Sport. All Newark Town can do is win their last four matches and hope Dinnington slip up. So three points at Scunthorpe was the start of a run that they needed. Tony joins very soon. Another trip to the Black Country and another defeat for Flowserve as the work's slim hopes of a third consecutive promotion looks to have finally ended. Me and his lordship at 7.20. With Newark Rugby Club will cap... Rewind. With Newark Rugby Club captain Will Britton enjoying the Six Nations experience, his teammates prove they cannot cope without him. But that is only half the story. Rob Wardman, back off his holes, especially at 7.30. Forget the first team results, forget the second team results. Our hockey report is all about one man and the first hat-trick in 42 years. Happy birthday, boy. Joins us at 7.45. New York Town ladies made it three wins in a little row as they demolished third-place Clifton five goals to two at Devon Park four more for the Flying Doctor Eden Tranter reports on that one straight after Tony and Bingham Town take another big step to the not senior league championship but Southall City blow their chances getting beat at home by Burton Joyce and better news for the South for the Southall's Minster men at Rugby as they moved clear at the top of Division 3 with an entertaining, if controversial, victory over Kestevan at Park Drive. The away team going away, not quite liking the referee as much as they did when they arrived. Have you found out the difference between Lincoln City and Lincoln United? No, but I'm sure you'll uh, enlighten me. Lincoln United have parted company with their managers today. Lincoln United is not the club that play at what used to be Central Bank is now and is now the LNER Stadium. Um, Lincoln United play in, I think, step four, one division below Grantham, one above Flowserve. I, I actually used to report on, on Lincoln City on, on, on radio as, as the co-commentator. And um, and and myself and uh, the wonderful Jim Mackay have visited Lincoln United, and they're both wonderful places. But um, yeah. I, I, I'm still in shock, to be honest. I was doing a bit of uh, sports watching before I came here, and watched uh, BBC Red Button, England versus Wales at the weekend, women's rugby. Good 
grief. Some of those England women, if they said it's Tuesday, it's Tuesday. Good God, the, the, what a performance that was. No comment whatsoever. Seven years ago, England and Australian women played at Melbourne Cricket Ground um, to a crowd consistent of mainly friends and family. Uh, this was the Women's Ashes' first one-day international at the, at the multi-format um, formation, but the ground was empty. On Sunday, Australia lifted their fifth Women's T20 World Cup in front of 86,174, a record attendance for a for the, a women's sporting event in Australia. And but the whole surprised. competition, though, is marred by the stupid decision Yeah, on the semi-finals. But I'm not surprised, and, and here I can make myself hugely unpopular with all the female listeners. Cricket is the one game where it's level. It's exactly the same watching cricket with women as it is watching cricket with men, because there is no difference between the talent on show. And... Well, the women's sport is hugely entertaining and it's great and I've no doubt when my granddaughter grows up and gets involved in it all, I'll love it to bits, but cricket is bang on level, equal terms. And it's, it's, no, it's no wonder they get great crowds because it's excellent sport. I think this one's a, li- a little bit harsh. Former Flybe staff who won tickets um, to the Premiership Rugby game um, were turned away at the gates at the weekend. Tanya Lloyd says she has refused entry to the Exeter Chiefs game against Bath at the end of possibly the, one of the worst weeks in her life. Um, she arrived at the Sandy Park Stadium on Saturday with the tickets to be told they had been cancelled and had to um, walk back past everybody to go home. Exeter Chiefs did not want to comment but confirmed that Flybe had sponsored the club since 2010. I think that's a bit harsh. You know, you, you get made redundant and <laughs> yeah, then yeah. You, the tickets that you've already got already been arranged. I, I think that's a, a, a bad mark for Exeter. Chiefs Rugby Club. Well, yeah, but it's it's just um, red tape gone mad, that, isn't it? It's just ridiculous. I mean, surely you should show some human compassion in a situation like that. You'd have thought so, because the tickets have been assigned, haven't they? Yeah, it's, and, it's you know, difficult. I mean, it's not her fault, is it? There is no rationale at the moment to postponing sporting There's events. No one. It says rationale, is it? Rationale. <laughs> well, you, you're better at big words than rationale. me. Rationale. Rationale, darling. Yeah, I can't speak French. <laughs> To postponing sporting events in Britain because of the coronavirus, according to the Department of Culture, Media and Sport. The basic message is, let's not panic. Um, I think it's going to come, though. Do you want me to be honest about coronavirus? Mm, It's probably not You can be honest, but not controversial. Oh, well, I I can't be... uh... Honest and not controversial on that one. The Indian Wells Tournament in California, the tennis tournament, has been... um, cancelled as as numerous sporting events um in france and paris saint-germain are playing dortmund behind closed doors um in the in the champions league uh, we we are continuing at the moment because apparently it's still in the in the containment stage and uh, i think with coronavirus and uh, remind, reminding everybody that we are a sports show and we don't we're not doctors um you're either in that school that thinks you know get on with life mm. or you're in the school that is absolutely panic stricken yeah i mean uh, i'm in the school that doesn't go out and uh, buy uh, 18 car loads of uh, toilet paper i'm afraid um i just think it's uh, completely chicken licking chicken licking and toilet paper in the same sentence let's no, move it's, on it's, it's just you know i mean 
it's, it's like I know the, I, I know I, you know and we're on very we're, 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 dodgy territory we are, here we are but um, we, we, we really are but you know uh, just in the back of my mind, if if if, if they cancel all the football and Liverpool don't don't win the Premier League title and Leeds don't get promoted from the Championship, there's a silver lining in everything. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just uh, it is it's just a, an, a controversial issue uh, that, that we is. ought to really steer clear of because I'm, I think I'm, we should just to the fact that at the moment the Cheltenham Festival and sport mm-hmm. goes on. I just think there's been a massive, massive, silly overreaction to this. There you go. And you just told me to sit on a fence. <laughs> right! <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if we can find Tony Joins. Okay. And this is what we were a bit better at on a Monday night. Um, we ring round everybody. We hope that they've remembered they're going to talk to us. And um, we talk about the games over the weekend, we always start with Newark Town. We always start with Tony Joins. Uh, sometimes he's working and we can't get him, but we do try. And then we move on straight after Tony to Eden Tranter to talk about the Newark Town ladies. And it works brilliantly because it means I can send Tony out of here um, while we do that. Still to come, of course, after the two Newark Town people. Uh, we haven't got Craig tonight, so Tony and I are going to talk flow serve for a few minutes. Rob Wadman has, I think, got quite a lot to tell us, and I don't think a lot of it's very good either. And then, of course, the birthday boy from yesterday, and uh, Mr Paul Halfpenny. But let's start with, as ever, Mr Tony Joins. Tony, good evening. You're right, mate. I'm good, thank you. I am... I mean, it's quite simple, isn't it? Before the weekend, you had four games to play. You have got to win all four games, and then it's completely out of your hands. What else happens? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, we've got four four away games coming up. Obviously, one was played Saturday. Um, I wasn't actually at the game Saturday because I was away for my mum's 70th birthday weekend. Um, but um, I'd literally, the place where we was, didn't get a reception until about six, seven o'clock at night. So, uh, you can imagine how I was feeling, obviously, during the day because I couldn't get hold of any results. Um, but I spoke to Luke um, after the game on Saturday and uh, he was very satisfied with how we performed on Saturday. Um, don't think it was the strongest uh, Appleby Frodingham side that we've faced, but uh, as the true saying goes, you've got to be what's in front of you. And they did, and they and they did it very well. I want to get straight around. I mean, we, we've talked about the great signing that you made when you convinced Jamie to um, walk the 200 yards to, to the sports village. Um, I think Jack Beckett is one heck of a footballer. I don't really know where Flo Server coming from by letting him go in, in the first place because he would have been one of the first names on my team sheet. But there again, what do I, what, what do I know? But what he'll bring you to that game is drive determination. And every time he gets the ball... He's looking to go forward, and that is a massive, massive plus. Oh, definitely. You know, um, if uh, you know, we, we've always said, um, like myself and Luke, if if players like uh, Jack and Jamie uh, become available, then obviously we'd be interested uh, in talking to them to see if they want to join what we want to do at Newark Town. Um, you know, for for, for whatever reason, uh, their time at Flow sort of ended. Um, you know, both players became available. Um, obviously, Jamie first, which who obviously we spoke to, and 
he agreed to come on board and obviously uh, you know whatever happened within the flow serve ranks uh, regarding Jack uh, Jack Jack became available um, obviously quite close to Jamie so obviously we had to wait um, a bit of time to get Jack on board um, but yeah you know I'd worked with Jack before at Newark Town um, I actually played with a very young Jack Beckett uh, in the Sunday League side Chester's as it was at the time uh, so I know the potential he's got, and uh, I've seen Jack develop over the years, uh, playing at Grantham and obviously a spell at Harrowby and uh, Loughborough, um, and he is one hell of a player. You know, he's a fantastic addition to our squad for the remaining four games of the season. And then you've got to um, sit him down and really convince him that his future lies at Newark Town, both of them, and to me, you can build your... get the, Assuming the step six comes comes along... Um, you're building there. That is your nucleus, isn't it? Oh, definitely. You know, um, Jamie and Jack, in all fairness, it is, it is a view for next year more than this year. But obviously, you know, with them becoming available like they did uh, the back end of the season, obviously Jamie's uh, played a couple of games now. Obviously, Jack made his debut for town on Saturday. Um, but yes, we're looking for next year. You, you know, we're still quietly confident that we can... Uh, achieve step six status next year um, you know we've got three games left which we need to win uh, to put all the pressure on Dunnington and they've got some tough games to play uh, but yes definitely for more for next year with Jack and Jamie you know they're both very influential players on the pitch you know they're well liked within the town and so uh, for us um, hopefully next year we get the step six status and we can convince uh, Jack and Jamie to come on board again with us next year definitely you haven't had many disappointments this season, but one of them was a home game against Thorn, and that's where you go on Saturday. <clears throat> that's correct, yeah. Um, Thorn uh, ended up 4-4 at their place. Uh, 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 sorry, our place. Uh, yes, they took us a bit by surprise on the day, to be fair, and I don't think we were firing on all cylinders on that particular day. Um, but having said that, you know, we certainly produced enough chances to win the game. It was just one of them days... Uh, the four chances they did get, they buried, and obviously we buried four of the much chances that we created. Um, so it's going to be a tough game. I think it's going to be the toughest out of the remaining fixtures that we've got. Um, but it's like, you know, you take every game as it comes. Um, <clears throat> the lads are absolutely buzzing with confidence at the minute with the way uh, things are going. You know, they're producing the goods on the pitch. Um and I think on the day, uh, if you look at all the sides within the Central Midlands this year, I think, uh, you know, if you pinned anyone against us on the day, you know, I'd be quite confident in taking anybody on on the day. Uh, we've got a great nucleus of players at Newark Town and they're all performing at the right time. Exactly. Right, best of luck at the weekend. We've got to catch up with Eden now because they've got a massive great cup semi-final coming up on um, on Sunday. And the New York Town, have, yeah, the New York Town ladies, so um, yeah. we need to find out what uh, she's got to tell us, and I'm sure she'll have to tell us quite a lot. That's, I mean, that would be a cracking signing for you, Dr Jess up front, 40-odd <laughs> goals this season. <laughs> well, exactly, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. <laughs> that young lady is a quality finisher of a football, she really is. Yeah, it's, she's uh, on fire at the minute. Oh. Well, to be fair, the ladies' side are doing really well at the minute, and uh, you know it's uh, it's another massive big part of the Newark Town football family, and you know it's pleasing to see uh, you know the ladies doing well, and uh, you know the under 18s are doing well as well. You know, right the way down to to the Saturday club, the clubs run as a family club, and and uh, you know that's one of the big advantages got within the Newark community. That's you know? uh, 
that's what it's what it's all about um they generally come and watch you when you've got your big matches on so is that your sunday afternoon organized I should certainly try to be getting down there without shadow of a doubt, but, um, you, you know, with work and, and everything else, um, I've, I've been down to watch a couple of games of the ladies this year, so I should certainly try and uh, make every effort to get down and watch that one, definitely. Well, we're going to be there with the camera, so um, we'll um, we'll let you know if you're not there what happened, like we do everybody so I'll, else. I'll, I'll certainly try and get down there myself without shadow of a doubt. Give Good stuff. Thank you, thank you, Tony, and best of luck at Thorn. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. Thanks, bye-bye. Tony joins there with the Newark Town. We stick with Newark Town now, and we get hold of a get a, not well, yeah. Um, we try and ring. Let's put it like that: the one and only Miss Eden Tranter, who's now getting very much geared up for cricket season because, of course, she was uh, Newark's number one bowler last season, as well as being a top quality centre half. So uh, we'll see what Eden's got to say. In a couple of moments, Tony's doing his bit out there. Um, after Eden, it's Flow Serve News, Newark Rugby Club, and Newark Hockey Club. I, f- I did the report for Newark Hockey Club, and it was it was all doom and gloom. And then all of a sudden, it changed because it was Paul Hop and his birthday yesterday, and bless him, he went and scored a hat trick on on Saturday, which I'm led to believe is Mr. Halfpenny's first ever hockey hat trick and that's not bad going is it that really is good stuff and talking of heroes Eden Tranter free on the bounce Eden you're you're on fire the ladies are oh I tell you what mate they're doing us proud aren't they 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 really are tell me I mean you took on um, Clifton top of the t- not top of the table but all but top of the table and uh, smashed him out of sight for us they're a very sort of um old school sunday morning team you know big tackles and and we've been we've faulted on a couple of occasions previously where the big tackles have sort of put put some of the not so experienced girls off and that do you know what i mean it's that they're playing football to have a social not to obviously get hurt and what i was really proud of yesterday is that every single one of them even those that normally probably aren't in there to throw in the big tackles were really really standing up for themselves um we had a, a younger she's our youngest player um abby she started on the wing and she that that kind of game isn't really her kind of game she likes to be able to get the ball and run at people um without sort of that fear of being absolutely clattered but she uh, she was absolutely fantastic for young so she don't really get much game time but we had a few late dropouts and she, uh, she did really, really well. Definitely impressed with her yesterday. Good stuff. Now, um, the format of the league confused me completely when you told me about it last time. Um, but you must be doing well in the in the second half of the season or the new season, which starts in the second half of the season or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, so we've obviously... Um, the Clifton game was in the old format, so it was in the old league. Um, and that put, winning that has pushed us up to seventh, so that'll be our last game. So we should finish sort of mid-table there. Um, but obviously the two games that we played, so the Bingham game and the Keyworth game, um, they're two out of two for us in that in that second division. So um, we're currently sitting pretty at the top of there, but we're waiting for some other teams to join us when the rest of the placings have been confirmed from the league. So we'll see who we draw out of there again. There could be some uh, some nice ma- some nice matches there. So you played two in the new league and this was yeah. the, was the one in I tell you what 
only you lot could complicate it. We were meant to play this Clifton game before the new league started, but it got it got postponed when we had that. Have you gone, Eden? I can't lose Eden. Tony, what are you doing? Nothing. Well, can you? Um, no. Oh, not doom and gloom, right? Tony, do your bit. Sit there and do your bit. Um, obviously, it's um, quite obvious here that we've just managed to lose <laughs> Eden Tranter. Um, we will now try again. Try again to um, to ring Eden. So I want to talk about a massive, massive match they've got coming up on Sunday. We alluded to it when we spoke to Tony. Of course, it, it is a, a semi-final of, of the cup for the ladies, and you know, however old you are. Whatever format that you play in, a league cup, a cup semi-final. What, what did you do? Is 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 is, is a big day. I, I think she's back. Okay, carry on. Eden's back. Eden, you, 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 you sort of left me. Yeah, no, sorry, I got bored of the sound of my own voice. <laughs> <laughs> you would have put the phone down a long time ago. Way. Um, let's talk cup semi-finals because. Uh, I know it's uh, a massive, massive match for Newark Town, and uh, one of the linchpins is missing. Yeah, I've got no doubts that the girls will get the job done without me, though, Mick, to be honest. Um, they're playing Sherwood, and Sherwood are quite, quite a good team, and, and they did us over at Devon Park. Um, so we've got we've got some a score to settle with them, to be honest. And um, they fielded a relatively sort of normal side on Sunday and beat Bingham 2-0. So... Obviously, that that got the attention of the girls thinking, Clarky, if if we can if we can be on top form, we're in we're in with a good shot here. And to be honest, the way they played on Sunday, I mean, Jess had an absolute stormer. And if she can have another game like that for us, then you know it's it's anybody's game. I've got the headlines already about the flying doctor. <laughs> yeah, she is. Yes, I mean, yesterday she was just well, she was somewhere else. I've never seen anybody run like it. So, Honestly. I know you're sort of on a plane in, on Sunday afternoon, but um, yeah. how are you going to be coping? Because you, I've seen you at cricket and I've seen you at football and you live every minute of it. Yeah, well, I, I've, I've said to Julie, funnily enough, just before I came on, I said to her, I said, I'm going to get you on live feed. I'm going to have the lads in the car on FaceTime or something so I can watch it live. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't put it beyond you. So, it's a cup semi-final. It's against Shield. Is that the sports village this time? It is, yeah, so two o'clock kick-off at the Sports Village. Two o'clock yeah. at the Sports Village. And what the ladies are asking for is as many people as we can to get down there and cheer them on. Let's get some decent, noisy support. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I know I know the score, the score was irrelevant when we played Forest, but we defended right until that last 90th minute, and we I don't think we could have done that without the backing of the crowd that we had there. So if we can get a few numbers down there again, you never know what might happen. And that's what we want. Newark people turned out brilliantly for Newark Town's match. Absolutely yeah. brilliantly for the for the Notts County match. This one's a lot more important. It's a cup semi-final. Get yourselves down to the Sports Village, everybody, Sunday afternoon, to cheer on the Lady Blues. Eden, yeah, even though you're not there, you've still got to tell us all about it next Monday night. I'll be there in spirit, don't worry. Good girl. See you <laughs> soon. Right. Enjoy. Bye. Bye-bye. No work, Craig Roach tonight. So it'd be forced Tony and I to talk about um, Flosser's trip to Walsall Wood. And it was, actually, it turned out to be pretty much the same. We can probably run the recordings from the last two or three weeks. Um, 
a tale of missed chances, poor refereeing decisions and, in general, bad luck, Tony. Yeah, well, unfortunately, um, as well as Craig being missing tonight, um, I was missing on Saturday. It's the first uh, flow-serve game I've missed in three seasons, but um, I uh, fell ill and um, had the wonderful experience of shingles. So um, all I can say about uh, Saturday is I wouldn't recommend getting shingles. Well, I can I can say they they actually went there with um, only three substitutes. Um, they gave as good as they got. It was a yet another um, one of those matches where if the chances had gone in instead of just just wide or, or it in the bar, um, they would have almost been out of sight before Walsall would scores a freak opening goal and a distinctly controversial second goal um, and in between that both sides went down to um, to 10 men so um, it, it, it wasn't a day a, a day to remember and they're on the road again this weekend they're going all the way to Shrewsbury this weekend yeah I've, I've just looked up the, um, the the route and we're virtually on the Welsh border I think it takes about two and a half hours on the coach it's a long long way so it is actually the longest of the long long ways uh, well Stourport seemed a decade didn't it well you've got ages after that yeah ages but um i know that i, I, I think flow server now looking at next like newark town are looking next season and you know for the life on me and it is only a personal opinion jack beckett as i said would be first on that team sheet if i was choosing the team sheet but i ain't so it's all fairly relevant jack um zach goodson's gone back to baseford has he played a a cameo 20 minutes coming on at the end of the match and promptly got the supporters man of the match mm. which either says an awful lot for jack um, for zach's 20 minutes or not a lot not for a lot for, ba- for, for base for <laughs> 70 minutes the the two fullbacks that joined um and made their debut at coventry united have now both left the club um then they are no longer flow serve players and of course jack beckett has has gone to newark town so there's a few bodies um there's a few bodies less at lowfields and that that obviously is their um i think they are almost having a clear out ready for next season i think they've uh, this season is what it is now the championship has gone and they are looking at next august well uh, <clears throat> again as you've already said it's your personal opinion my personal opinion about flow service is that they've had two very rapid promotions. They've gone from step seven to step five very, very quickly. And I think if they'd have gone up to step four as a result of an amazing season in the uh, MLP, I really do think that it would have they would be, would have bitten off more than they can chew. And I think that they're gonna. Um, going to benefit from another season at step five i think it's been an amazing season that they've had anyway when you consider that they got to the last 32 of the fa vars uh we're still in the uh in in the county cup making history in that competition for the club and the fact that you know we're competing still in the top four of the Midland Football League Premier Division, which is a very, very high standard of football. I, I, I really think it's been a fantastic season. I think if they'd have got promotion again, then next season would have been horrible. Next season would have been for flow serve like it's going to be for Leeds United in the Premier League. You know, it's, it's, it's not going to be pretty. And it would have been a fairly... 
It, w- it would have been a tough, from a personal point of view, it would have been a tough season to report on. But I think if we get allocated into a league where there'll be 900 miles less travelling and where we will be, you know, competing amongst the top guys on an equal footing, then I think it could be a great season for Flo Serve next season. It's already been brilliant, but um, I think the support has been magnificent. For me, the highlight of this season has been the support that we've received from the Newark public. And um, it's not going to do us any harm at all to have another level at, at Step 5 because we found out how tough it was at Longridge in the FA Vars. Can you imagine competing in the FA Trophy? At the level we're playing at, at the minute, and in the players that that's gone, brief. in the players that's gone list, Paolo Piliero has left and joined Long Eaton United. Has he? So there you go. That's um, as a doom and gloom flow serve report tonight. But we're going to move on. We'll come back if we get time, Tony. But we've got to move on because Rob Wardman is waiting for us um, on the mobile if you can tony please um because he's got some breaking rugby news for us and it's not very good breaking rugby news for new rugby club it's been a depressing night hasn't it, it? it uh, yeah it, it is one of those um is it time for coronation street it, it is one of those depressing depressing nights but uh hopefully it gets a little better as the week goes on and hopefully we can get a bit more upbeat as um as the week goes on tomorrow night, we're first focusing on the Magnus. Actually, most of this week we seem to be focusing on the Magnus. Um, Scott McNeil is a, a, a games master at um, the Magnus, and Scott is coming in tomorrow night not only to talk about sport in general at the Magnus and how it's sort of um, turned round and it's on the up, but uh, I found out the other week they've now got their own rowing club there i mean it's fantastic they've got their own rowing club um that is brilliant so um the magnus rowing club tony's having a few problems out there the magnus rowing club um and we talk about sport come back to the magnus as as um as well all right he's uh the joys the joys of a live show um just let me check the number then, Tony. He's think he's, I think he's made contact this time. Here we, hopefully, here we go with with Rob Wardman. No, just just show me what number I've got written down there. Here it's uh, the joys, the joys. Is is that is that what you've got? Yeah. Rob, if you're listening to us, can you try ringing us? Because we can't, we can't make contact um, with you. Um, we're trying our hardest because we again. we do want to bring you this breaking rugby news, but uh, we can't. Uh, anyway, that's Scott for Tuesday night, Wednesday night. Um, Josh Burke is back in the studio and he's bringing with him Harry Shepherd. Harry Shepherd, of course, is the is under sixteen goalkeeper with Boston United. Um, and they're going to talk about the trip to Arizona. And they're going to talk about football at Boston United. Of course, it's a sport. It's a sport debut, a sport HQ debut for for young Harry. But uh, we we seem to we seem to be struggling. No, no, we can't get old. We can't get older wrong. Let let me try and um, 
let me try try and see if he can can ring us tony tell us what he's going to say about flow serve well basically um <clears throat> i think as you said with the departures um that we've talked about earlier i think it is a case of clearing the decks for next season uh, but one of the things that uh, is very, very important uh, to realise is that there is a massive turnover of players at that level because people are constantly striving. The, the management teams of all the teams in the Midland Football League Premier Division are constantly striving to better their starting eleven so that they can compete against each other and, and basically it's so tough to compete at, the, at that level of football that there is a massive turnover and if you've brought in a new left back and all of a sudden a, new, a better left back becomes available then you immediately make a transfer and, and I know a lot of the uh, supporters of FlowServe have been questioning the turnover of players people have been suggesting that it's far better to have a settled side but um, I can see what the management are trying to do and it's it's, it's not floor serve, it's the other 19 teams in the uh, league as well Radio Newark Sport Hello Radio Newark we, uh, we, 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 we have an incoming call Hello But basically um, every other team is trying to do the same thing at that standard of football. And until the recent influx of signings at FlowServe, um, FlowServe were actually 16th in terms of, you know, it's a 16th in a table if there was a table of the of the clubs that are trying to, you know, make these massive changes. And um, it is a very, very difficult time um, when you're playing at that standard of football and you've got to remember that nobody has ever played at that level is of football Rob? in the town before which is which is quite um, incredible right ju just try just try that number again okay I'm, I'm desperate to get older Rob Warnham because um, I'll need the phone I know I know you do <laughs> he's in he's um, we do need to talk to uh, Newark Rugby Club uh, and you missed out on the deliberate mistake didn't you Tony as as well of course Harry Shepherd is a bowler right Hello. right Harry Shepherd is a bowler for Collingham yeah, Harry Chapman is actually coming in we'll get there in a minute but it's uh, <laughs> it's proving a, a, a very fraught a very fraught few minutes right hopefully and we took eight minutes to get this organised <laughs> Rob Wardman are you there I'm here. Oh, uh, thank you. It's uh, obviously the the mobile phone connection is nowhere near as good as your home connection, but uh, we've struggled on. We've manfully got there. Um, I'm giving wrong names out, and oh, it's all gone to pot. <laughs> but Rob, um, you you were supposed to be uh, having a night off tonight, but you you've joined us because it's not a brilliant night to talk about rugby. No, we're, we've uh, um, I'm just away from home this week, but uh, uh, we've had to. Uh, uh, we always be lost on Saturday to Loughborough, um, as you may well know. And then tonight we've just been rallying the troops, and unfortunately we're having to call off tomorrow night's Notts Cup game at Paisley because of uh, injuries and unavailabilities. We've just not got a strong enough team to face Paisley, who are, who are you know, two leagues higher. So that game will be called off. There will be an announcement uh, on the website as usual, in, in either, either tonight or, or tomorrow morning. I mean, it was always going to be a very, very tough call, and then it uh, sort of 
72 hours after he'd played a tough league match, to expect him to get up and and, and go again was always yeah, going to be difficult. Yeah, it's going to be a tough call. I think um, two or three weeks ago when we, we spoke about it, we were, we were hoping that um, with the momentum the squad had, we, we could give Pavias a good run for their money. Uh, but we've also had to reorganise um, three league games, which have been postponed. Pavies um, haven't got a league game next Saturday, so uh, they are uh, you know, up for it tomorrow night. You know, whereas we've got to go to Long Eaton next Saturday for uh, another rearranged league game. Uh, so we're up against it in, in, in more ways than one tomorrow night. Yeah, obviously Pavies are are much ahead of us at the moment in, in the league structure. They're, the two leagues are going well, um, so they they're sending victory on their home patch. Uh, you know, they're keen to defend the Notts Cup. Um, and we've unfortunately very reluctantly taken that decision it's better to take it now though than tomorrow night Um, a third defeat on the travels though though, Robert the weekend at the moment we got another another away game had to be at Long Eaton 3 o'clock kick off Um, yeah no um, for whatever reason we haven't haven't played particularly well away uh, on Saturday at Loughborough uh, we started well um, and led 10-0 at one point against the conditions. We got a good try from Billy Charles out on the wing. Alex O'Dell kicked a conversion and penalty, got ahead in that game. And then I think the rest of the game didn't go, didn't go in our favour. We lost Sean Denning, who's been one of our outstanding forwards at the flank. He got a knee injury just after half-time. Um, so we, we were backpedalling in, in that match and ended up, uh, we got a consolation score at the end. Yeah, not 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 uh, not uh, the best of afternoons. But as I say, is this run of away matches, and we know through flow serve football, it, it it can sap you. Your away seems to be week in, week out. It it it, it, it saps you, doesn't it? It can, and also it's just the way the schedule's fallen. That uh, we had those three uh, games postponed because of the floods, not for the weather at Newark, but obviously um, Lincoln, Loughborough, and Long Eaton all had games postponed all all away fixtures and uh, this this last Saturday and next Saturday were the um, the blank Saturdays for rearranged league games so uh, hence why we've got three away games on the bounce Rob I want to move on very quickly because we've got to go um, to Paul and, and talk hockey in, in, yep. in, 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 I mean, in a couple of minutes but I I am intrigued um, the England red card on on Saturday apparently it was for tackling with no without the use of his Arms. I've oh. spoken. I've spoken to two rugby guys at work today, and one said it was a yellow, and the other said it was a red. I think strictly to the letter of the law, it was a red card. Um, difficult decision. Um, when he, when Manu dived across to stop the George North, um, he struck him with his shoulder into, into his head, and, and it was. And it was a, in old-fashioned rugby, it would have got it would have been perfectly legal. But obviously, in the, in the new era, they're trying to stop uh, players crashing into heads, irrespective of where the the runner is. Obviously, North was falling at the same time. He'd been tackled from behind by Slade, so Mano slid into him diving without without trying to put his arms around him first. So all North got was uh, Mano's shoulder and sort of side of his body going into his head so strictly under the under the new, under the new 
the regulations about head injuries, it, it was a red card. So the referee, in the end, he got there. He got the right answer. I think the it was quite a torturous process of the of the video replays. But obviously, other people argue it should have been a yellow. And if you listen to Eddie Jones, England coach, and then he thought it was a complete joke. So uh, somewhere, about uh, it's, it's a difficult one in rugby now um, to try and stop these head impacts. Uh, particularly when players have been tackled like Norfad and another player slides in, but the owner, the onus is on the um, the tackler to, to tackle properly. So uh, uh, I think in the end, the referee made the right call. I think everybody's agreed the Frenchman should have walked. Um, well, again, I... it was a torturous process to get that punch, wasn't it? Because uh, <laughs> I think in, in real time when I watched the game, I, I didn't see it, I didn't see the punch being thrown. Um, it was only when the referee and the, the touch judge and the, uh, the TMO went back and back and back in, in the video replay did, did they actually get the incident which actually sparked the, um, the pushing and shoving. But obviously, yes, the Frenchman deserved to go for that um, st- stupid punch. Very quickly, um, Joe, Joe Marler, is, um, is, this, is he just a, a victim of cameras pointing in every single direction? But they're talking about 24-week ban. I'd be surprised it'd be 24 weeks. I think, um, again, it's disappointing that the referee didn't, didn't, uh, wasn't alerted by his, his, his um, television video uh, official, really. He could have cleared up the incident there and then. Um, with a yellow card, it was a it was a prank. It was a bit of a joke. Um, how how the disciplinary committee will view it, um, we'll have to wait and see. But uh, under the regulation, the disciplinary regulations, then it it could be as many as as that. But uh, I would have thought they will come to a sensible um, decision, and that it was more a prank and Marla being a a joker than anything malicious. And you, although. He does have previous as a, you know, he's got a bad discipline record, so he could well uh, play certainly a few weeks off. Rob, try now have uh, an uninterrupted break after we've managed to interrupt it, but um, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see what comes back and we'll see a, 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 a revitalised and revived Rob Wardman next Monday night. Hopefully, you never know. OK, Rob, thank you. Take care. Thanks, Rob. Bye. And the seamless and smooth transition from rugby to hockey has gone a lot better than it did from football <laughs> to rugby. <laughs> Mr Paul Halfpenny, birthday boy of yesterday, joins us. And I'd written on Saturday night um, a big doom and gloom um, headline for for the hockey club and uh, deleted everything on, on Sunday because the only one subject that we're going to talk about is a certain... Hat trick. Good evening, Paul. Good evening. Go on then. Let's uh, tell me all about it. Well, I was I was expecting a dad's army theme tonight. They <laughs> 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 won't let me have it. Oh, I mean, I mean, we've got Clive Dunt running around with the first eleven men, haven't we? Dadding, don't panic, and then uh, you know we've got Corporal Fraser with the uh, the first team la- ladies going. We're doomed. We're doomed. We're doomed. So. <laughs> <laughs> when I first put the thing together, I was, I was sort of dreading sort of court, <laughs> court to eight onwards because it, 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 you know, I looked at the ladies and thought, oh, two one Stavely, that's an awful result. And then I looked at the men and they'd got beat at West Bridgeford. Yeah, it wasn't the best of days. Was dear, it? oh dear. Honest, um, 
I mean, it all started over at um, at Chesterfield, and um, it was just a dreadful game to watch. I mean, neither team really sort of did anything. Um, second half, we were we, we were we were awful. Second half, first half, it was very even. Second half, they were the better team, but it was marginal, to be honest with you. And um, sadly, um, Catherine Hawkins almost almost with the last shot of the game hit the post from a penalty corner so we could have come out with something but but we didn't and in all fairness without being biased or anything we didn't deserve anything to be honest it, it was it was it was so pitiful to be honest um that, so, yeah, that's that um, then now is it paul it's well really sam i could sit here and say well if so and so does this and so and so does that but i think we've got to be realistic and we, we need to start looking at next season and, and building a really, really good team down in the Knotts Prem to come back in and uh, get out of that wretched league. <laughs> and the men are doing all the best to stop in the league they're in. Oh, I can't believe it. I, I just cannot believe it. Um, I, I turned up at... Uh, I went to, came all the way back from Chesterfield to play at Newark and... and um, I was like, oh, where's the vice captain? Oh, gone to play ones. Where's so and so? Oh, gone to play ones. The ones had players, I think, dropping out on on Saturday morning. Um, they were short players, so we had to sort of give them players, and and uh, they obviously weren't strong enough to take on Bridgeford. Uh, sadly, it, um, it's still in their hands, though, isn't it? I mean, that is the life oh, that's yeah. lost now. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they've still got a. Um, was it a four-point cushion? They've got a four-point cushion. Um, who have they got next week? They've got uh, Loughborough Students fives next week, but Newark are at home, so hopefully they'll have a full contingent. Um, hopefully that'll be three points, two o'clock start with that one. But then the two following weeks, they've got Nottingham second team who are rooted to the foot of the table. And then Barton twos at home the week after, who are, I think, next to bottom. So... Even if they drop points next week, they could still do it by winning the final two games against two very, very poor teams. But uh, like I said to you, I think it was last week, if they do go up, they should be able to consolidate in the league because there's some pretty poor teams in that league and, and they should be able to sort of hang around mid-table and rebuild again. So hopefully it won't be go up to come back down again. Right, let's, let's get back to the highlight of the weekend. What's that then? The hat trick. Oh, is that me? Yes, that's you. Right, sit down. <laughs> you've, you've got eight minutes. Here we go. <laughs> um, to be honest with you, I've never scored a hat-trick in a competitive game in 42 years of trying. I've, I've always been a central midfielder. It's always me that's done the assists. And, and I've had plenty of braces, you know, in all the leagues I've played in, but never got that extra goal to score a hat-trick. So... They weren't special goals. It was being in the right place at the right time. They were all tappings, although I will claim an assist for our first goal. That that was a good move. Um, but, yeah, they were all tappings, but to put that last goal in was quite emotional. Stick went in the air, and, and yeah, I thought, you know what, I could retire now. That's it, I've done it. I've, I've scored my hat-trick. <laughs> oh, it, it was, and, and, and what a weekend to do it on. What a day to do it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was day, well birthday weekend, I suppose. But it would have been even sweeter if the ladies had got three points. 
this is yeah okay i'll no, no, I'll, I'll give you that but uh no i mean that's uh you can retire gracefully but you're not going to do are you no no chance <laughs> no i i when i when i got to the pitch and, and walked outside um my old team were playing uh so uh mansfield's fifth i think it, it was that was playing our thirds who are just about still promotion now to be honest with you i think it's all virtually just done and dusted now but there was a couple of guys on the pitch um one who used to be my captain when i very first started all those years ago in the first team at mansfield um another guy who i used to coach years ago in that that wonderful team that um i took through the leagues um and and the guy who used to be my captain 73 years old and still playing so i've, I've still got a way to go yet and uh it's, it's quite nostalgic when i see mansfield on the pitch and some of these old guys i used to play uh, alongside brilliant absolutely brilliant. what what else happened at the weekend it all pales into minky's significance now i know but but what else happened <laughs> well there was um there was a ladies threes rearranged game um which took place after junior training but uh Sadly, I'm afraid that uh, Newark Threes, Ladies Threes, were on the wrong end of a 7-0 drubbing by Boots Ladies Threes. So, oh dear. Uh, same old, same old, I'm afraid, there. And uh, again, I think with all the ladies teams, we're so looking forward to next season and starting again in a much lower league with maybe a lot of juniors who are a year older, a year stronger and a year wiser. And uh, time, time to, to go again. Paul, thank you so much. Um, I'm, oh. I'm rather hoping that there might be good news next week because we've got a very strong team out against Loughborough Town. So, fingers crossed for a bit of good news next week. Let's um, let's off soap because they deserve it. Paul, thank you. That's brilliant. Thank you very and, much. And uh, cracking at trick. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant news. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Oh dear, you've been playing hockey for 42 years and you score your first... Whatever sport, forget hockey, but ever sport and you score your first hat-trick after that length of time. Yeah, it's, it's, it's even more remarkable when you consider they didn't take up the game until the age of 38. <laughs> oh, cut in, <laughs> cut in. <laughs> they can get this in Mansfield, you know. Oh, God. Uh, oh, that, oh, good. That's good. You're in trouble again. <laughs> you've, still got, you've, stu- you've still got Sally after you. <laughs> oh, dear. No, it was... Um, I feel... I'm not surprised the rugby club have called off at Pavies. I mean, I know this is more of a rugby thing than a football thing that this happens, but... When you say they've called off, it's not postponed, they've actually... Oh, no, the no, that's it, they've given him the game. The game yeah. Yeah. They, they don't get a second opportunity. Well, that's fair, dudes. I mean, um, <clears throat> if you... Um, You're asking a lot for people to play rugby on Saturday and again on Tuesday, aren't you? You can do it when you play football, but when you consider the... Uh, what rugby union takes out of the body it's a it's dangerous to try and do it so it's i think it's a very very sensible decision it's not health and safety it's just a sensible decision because people can get very badly hurt these are these are people who've got jobs as well they're not professional sportsmen i think it just it's, it's a it's a very it's a very brave decision because they've taken it on the chin i would yeah Rob Wardman sent me a message last week saying, "Look, um, I'm, I'm, don't I'm, bother me. I'm in Cornwall. I'm going. A, <laughs> I'm going away for a bit of a rest. Um, I've organised who you can talk to. I was going to talk to Tim Barker, the director of rugby, but because 
he'd got some bad news to tell us about the Pavia's match. Mm. He puts himself out from his break to talk to us. And I reckon that that's that's uh, just uh. you know, I I, I on what the word I'm looking for, but I, I'm quite uh, it, it's, it's, by it's, that. It's a measure of the man. I think um, is uh, is a very very good bloke. I've known him um, the best part of a third of a century, and uh, is 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 a top bloke. And uh, as I say, it's um, with all due respect to all the other people we normally speak to on a Monday night. You know, I mean, we are very very lucky to have a doyen of uh, of, of rugby reporting and, and somebody who. who by his own admission, was standing out in a car park mm. to get a signal, and it took a full eight minutes yeah, for us yeah. to uh, to actually make a contact. I'm, I'm I'm glad that's been pointed out, and it's not my usual incompetence. No, no, this time it, <laughs> this time it, this time it wasn't. It just um, yeah, didn't, n- normal service. I'm sure the resume this week. While you was away, I was trying to get Harry Shepherd into the studio. Is of course Collingham's sort of vice captain and. And fastball when I should have been getting Harry Chapman into the studio, which oh, is, right. which is Boston United's goalkeeper. But uh, yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> some, the, when you do a live show, that sometimes happens. So let's just try and get this bit nailed. We're talking Magnus Academy tomorrow night, and our, our sport is now coming back into the curriculum and is coming back very importantly at the Magnus because if you're a certain age you always remember how good the Magnus was mm. at sport the rugby club just had to shout for a rugby play didn't they and one mm. you know it's a bit like you lot coming up from pit yeah um, if, if, if you want a fast yeah. bowler in Yorkshire yeah. you just shout it down a pit shaft yeah and on Wednesday night Josh Burkitt and Harry Chapman are coming in to talk it's, it's going to be crowded is Mr Shepherd as well to talk about the trip <laughs> to Arizona that they've just got back from the footballing <laughs> trip to Arizona, <laughs> and I'm still waiting for Josh to tell me that they got beat in the cup semi final yesterday. But uh, he hasn't told me that one, he told me they was playing, but he hadn't told me they got beat, so I'll have to okay. ask him on Wednesday night. So, uh, have we got coming in talking about the Magnus tomorrow then? Oh, hundreds. You're not here tomorrow, Tuesday night. I don't want you tomorrow. Oh. You're, you're sacked on a Tuesday, unless, All right. unless you just want to pop in and see us. Right, Eddie Crampton, Andrew Channing. A lot more organised than Mick Bradley and Tony Smith. <laughs>